Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Praise Yah for you all. Uh, seeing you all on this Shabbat day. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Praise the Most High Elohim for you guys on this beautiful day of rest. Amen. Yah is good. He's he's uh he's more than good. He's 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 awesome. He's marvelous. He's wonderful. He's our strength. He's our salvation. He's everything that we need. And we need to understand that. So, so praise him. Today we're going to get started also. This is part four. Part four of, of, of our series that we've been talking about. Obeying Yah. Obeying Yah. Um, it's very important that we do obey him. You know, and not be disobedient. Uh, but to be obedient to his word. So, I'm Pastor Kerry Battle of Ahav Love Ministry. Uh, you, you're seeing this video. Uh, like and share. Go on, um, go on YouTube or Facebook, our page. You know, like this video and um, and share it. Share it with um, your friends. Uh, share with someone who you know may need um Words of encouragement may need may need for y'all to to really bless them to really be in their life. You know, you never know who's going through something. People people all over the planet are going through trials and tests in their lives, and we have to know this. We can't be so um, caught up on ourselves that we don't acknowledge that other people are going through. A lot of people are going through because of their own disobedience, and uh, some are going through just simply, simply because. You know, life. You know, and and they all and all need to be uh, encouraged. You know, so 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 encourage someone with, with this um this message today. Amen. So, so we're gonna start off with a with a word of prayer. And um, can go ahead and get started. We're coming from you live on um. On uh, Facebook, excuse me, not Facebook, live on YouTube. We're coming. We're coming live on. Uh, we're also on, on uh, Podbean. We're on um, iTunes and live on YouTube. So praise the Most High. You can go to those, any one of those, and also it's on Facebook, a Hive Love Ministry page. We're on there also um, live at the moment. Uh, sharing from YouTube. So we're going to start off with a word of prayer. We're going to get right on into the word. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you today. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, thank you, Yah, for being so good to us, for being awesome. And Yah, we just praise you. We come before your presence now, humble, on the authority of Yeshua HaMashiach. And we pray that you be with us, that you just keep us. We know that you are already looking down upon us and you're looking at us. And you see what we're doing. And we pray that our that you help us to continue to examine our hearts and be mindful of our own selves. For we we know the things that we've done and haven't done. We know if we've been disobedient or obedient. Most of us do. And for those of us who don't know the difference between obedience and disobedience, they help us to learn the difference so we can begin to walk in your ways. For Yeshua said in the word that the Ruach HaKodesh will lead and guide us into all truth. So the Ruach HaKodesh can lead and guide us and teach us truth. So y'all help us to be open to that, to yield to that, and be led by your Ruach so that we can learn truth. You know, um, the truth makes us free, as the Mashiach says. In John 8th chapter said, you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So help us to be free by the truth. Even if it's kind of difficult for us to accept it, help us to deal with it, humble ourselves, and don't reject it because we don't like it or we're not used to it, but to be humble and to understand that you have our best interest at heart and you know all things, for you are the all-knowing Elohim, and we love you. And I pray, y'all, that you continue to increase our trust in you, our faith, for your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by your word. And as always, y'all, we ask you to continue to forgive us of our disobedience our sins, whether intentionally or unintentionally. We pray continuously for your mercy, your forgiveness. We confess all things that we've done before you. And your word says that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
So y'all help us to be confessing the sins to, to, so we can be forgiven and walking in your holiness and your righteousness as you have designed for our lives. So we praise you. We thank you in Yeshua's name. Amen. So today we are we, we are um, going to be using more scripture. Um, of course, we, we're going to go back to uh, Psalms 1. We're going to go to Deuteronomy uh, 6. Also Deuteronomy 28. And we'll be in James and every other scripture that that y'all, uh, you know, puts on our, in our spirit. Exodus 15 uh, and, and also 19 and also 1 Peter 2. So we'll use these scriptures <clears throat> as we as we continue to go on. It's, it's very important to, to know that as the children of the Most High, that we should walk in obedience, not in disobedience. Many of us have all kinds of excuses to not do right. But listen, we're not so weak that we can't do right. You know, uh, we, we have we have the rule of Hakodesh. We have Yah, our strength, who gives us his rule of Hakodesh to lead and guide us into all truth. And also we have salvation for mankind. Salvation to the Hebrews, to the Israelites, and also to those who want to be grafted into the covenants of Israel. So there's salvation for every individual on this planet who submits themselves to the God of Israel, to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, and also we have our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, you know, who who who, who is given his life. He said he has come to um to save the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And, um, and then we see uh, Shimon Kepha or Simon Peter in Acts 10 as he went to Cornelius' house. And it said that, uh, that Yah, after he had the vision, and he, and he interpreted the vision as a vision that, that Yah told him, don't call any man coming or unclean, but salvation was to all. Now, and then we see the apostle Shaul was, was, um, was called to the Gentiles. So when we, when, we, when we read Romans 11, we see that people are, can be grafted into the covenants, you know, of Israel. So, so, so salvation is to every individual, you know, who receives Yah. So, and, and so now when we enter into this covenant, we have to understand that it's a covenant of blessings and a covenant of curses. It's a covenant of blessings if you be obedient, and, and or, or it can be curses uh, if you be disobedient, um, it, 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 because when Israel in, in, when Israel entered into the covenant, they said they said that they would um, accept the covenant. They said they would accept the covenant that Yah had given to them. They said this. And when they said that, then y'all begin to tell them certain things. Now listen, today we're gonna to deal with we're gonna deal with uh, disobedience first. Let's do this cappuccino is good. So we're gonna deal with disobedience first, and we're gonna to go to um, Deuteronomy twenty-seven. That's the first thing we're gonna we're gonna deal with today. Deuteronomy 27. First, the, the first thing I'm going to read just a bit part of uh, verse one, because this is this is from from Moshe to the leaders of Israel. It says this: Then Moshe and all the leaders of Israel gave orders to the people. Moshe and all the leaders of Israel gave orders to the people. Well, excuse me. Let's go to Deuteronomy 26 first. Kind of gives me context. 26.16 says this, Today, Yahuwah, your Elohim, orders you to obey all these laws and rulings. Therefore, you are to observe and obey them with all your heart and all your being. This is what Moses, this is what Moses said. 26.17, Deuteronomy says, You are agreeing today that Yah is your Elohim and that you will follow his ways. <clears throat> agreeing that you follow his ways, observe his laws, his commands, and rulings, and do what he says. But this is what Moses said. He said, he, he says, you are agreeing because the people said that we will do. They are agreeing that they 
will follow all of Yah's ways, observe his laws or his commands and his laws, his rulings, and do what he says. They are agreeing that. And in turn, Yah is agreeing that you are his own unique treasure as he promised you that you are to observe his misvotes. So the people are, Moses is talking to the children of Israel. They're entering into the covenant with Yah. And in this covenant, they are agreeing. They are agreeing that he, first of all, is their, is their Elohim. He's their God. He's their Elohim. And then they are agreeing that they will follow his ways, observe his laws, his misvote, and rulings. That word misvote, it means command. It's the Hebrew word for commandments. So they're going to follow his laws, his commandments, and rulings, and do what he says. That's what they, that's what they say they're going to do. That's what they are agreeing to. That's what we who enter into the covenant, whether we are native-born Israel or whether we are granted into the covenants of Israel, that's what we are agreeing to. We are agreeing that he's our God. We're going to follow his laws, his rulings, his commandments. And in return, in return, Yah is agreeing. In return, Yah is agreeing today that we are his own unique treasure. Say that you are his own unique treasure as he promised you, as he, as he has said. He's keeping his word and that you are to observe all his misvote. And that he will raise you high above all the nations as he has made, as he has made in praise, in reputation and glory. And that, and that as he said, you will be a holy people for Yahuwah, your Elohim. So he's going. So 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 the people agree that Yah's their God. They're going to follow His laws, His rules, and teachings. And in return, He's going to raise them up. He's going to give them a great reputation. Going to give them praise and glory, and they'll be a holy people. They are His own special and unique treasure. That's the covenant promise. Then, then, then Deuteronomy 27, verse 1 says this, Then Moshe and all the leaders of Israel gave orders to the people. They served, they, they said, Observe all the misvote I am giving you today. When you cross the Jordan to the land that Yahuwah is giving you, you are to set, you are, you are to set up large stones, put plaster on them at the crossing, and write this Torah on them, every word every word so that you can enter the land that Yahuwah is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, as Yahuwah, the Elohim of your ancestors, promised you. So they're going to they're gonna set up stones and write on the stones. Now listen, <clears throat> now they have to be, now they got to be obedient to the commands, to the rulings, to what Yah has spoken. So let's go. We're going to deal with disobedience first. So let's go with Deuteronomy 27, verse 15. Well, we're going to start at verse 11. 27 11 says this. That same day, Moshe commissioned the people as follows. These are the ones who are to stand on Mount Gerizim and bless the people after you have crossed the Jordan, Shimon Levin, Levi, Yehuda, Yisikar, Yosef, and Benjamin. And while these while these are to stand on Mount Eval for the curse, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, the Levine speaking loudly will proclaim to every man of Israel. This is to every man, this is to every man, every man of Israel says, a curse on anyone who makes a carved or metal image. Something Yahuwah detests. The handiwork 
of a craftsman and set it up in secret. All the people are to respond by saying, Amen. So a curse on anyone who commits idolatry. So anyone who makes a car the metal image. Because that's something that Yahuwah test, detest. The handiwork of a craftsman and sets it up in secret. And when he says this, all the people are to respond by saying amen because they are in, they are to, to be in agreement with it. Because it's part of the covenant. That he's your only Elohim. There's no one above him. So now, if we are walking in disobedience by honoring other, other gods, even in 2019, curse on a curse be on you, because it's disobedience. Um if, if if you say you are a Hebrew and you and you worship Allah also, or you believe that Allah is the Elohim of Israel, that's not that's not that's that's not true and that's not right. Allah is not. You can't be a Muslim and walk in the ways of the Hebrew or the Israelites. Two different gods. Or let me get you with this one then. You say you are Israelite. And you celebrate Easter. Or you say you are a believer and you celebrate Easter. Celebrate Christmas. Um, pagan holidays that represent another God. That, that's a curse on you. Because that's idolatry. Verse 16. A curse on anyone who dishonors his father or mother. All the people are to, are to say amen. A curse on anyone who dishonors his father or mother. Not just get smart with your mother and father, but just going contrary to the teachings that they've given you in your life, bringing shame to them. By, by just living your life, Forsaking the teaching. Now, I'm talking to believers. I'm talking to those who say they love Yah. And you, your mother, your mother and your father taught you the right thing, taught you the ways of Yah, and you going back and forth to jail, doing things that you know you should not do. A curse on you. Not just get smart with your parent, talking crazy to them, cussing them out, you know, all that. But anything that brings dishonor to them. You know, let me say this. Your mother and your father are the highest authority on earth in your life outside of Yah. Yah is the number one. But no spiritual father, no, no president, nobody is, has more honor than your father and your mother. That's scripture. The scripture don't say honor your spiritual father and, and, and your days be loved on earth. It's been, been promised. But it does say honor your father and your mother. You can't never pay your mother and your father back from raising you. Your mother is the one who gave birth to you. Took care of you when you did not even have an understanding of you was even in the world. Your father provides for you, sustains you, teaches you. There is nothing, no amount of money or nothing you can do to repay them for that. But they do deserve the honor from you. You ought to walk in obedience and respect them. And your lifestyle, even if they get on to you and correct you, it don't matter if you don't like it. Shut your mouth. You don't argue with your parents. I don't care if you're 21 and figure you grown. It don't matter if you're 44, 55, 66, 72. You honor your father and your mother. That's a command from the Most High. And when you don't, cursed. Verse 17 says, a curse on anyone who moves his neighbor boundary. <laughs> Neighbor's boundary. Being unfair to your neighbor. Moving that boundary, the property line. Doing things that you know you should not do underhand. Curse on you because we have responsibility from the most high to love our neighbor. And love goes beyond your feelings. So we're to do right by our neighbor. And who was our neighbor? Well, as Yeshua tossed it, your neighbor is everyone, even your enemy. Hmm. A curse on anyone 
who causes a blind man to lose his way on the road. All the people are to respond by, to, by saying amen or to say amen. Why? Because a blind man can't see his way. They can't see where they're going. So the principle is that we are to help them and assist them and not mislead them. Not lead them into a direction that will cause them harm. Whether from ridicule or, or, or whether they'll fall or hurt themselves. And not just a naturally blind person, a physically blind person, but also someone who's spiritually blind. We have the responsibility to help lead people along the way. So if we mislead a blind person, they can stumble and fall or hurt themselves. Fall into a ditch, fall into a hole. Anything can happen. So we have the responsibility to lead them the right way. And when we mislead them on purposely, on purpose, guess what? Curse. A curse on anyone who interferes with justice for the foreigner, orphan or widow. All the people are to say amen. Now that's, that's deep. Who interferes with the justice of the foreigner? We have a, resp a responsibility and the command is given from Yah to be kind to the foreigner, be kind to the stranger. Because we ourselves was once strangers or once foreigners in Egypt. And we should understand that. So when you mistreat the foreigner, woo, or even the orphan or the widow, Yah has a problem with that. Verse 20 says, a curse on one who has sexual relations with his father's wife because he has violated his father's rights, meaning your stepmother. Hopefully you don't want to sleep with your own mama. As it says, but a curse on anyone who sleeps with his father's wife because you have violated, dishonored your father's rights. A curse on anyone who has sexual relations with any kind of animal. And all the people are to say, amen. You don't have sex with sheep, goats, horses, dogs. They, you know, they make a, they, they, they've made um, porn videos of people sleep with, sleeping with, uh, or having sex. They sure ain't sleeping or having uh, uh, sexual relations with animals. And people buy those videos and get off on stuff like that and, and uh, they like that. But that's not God. That, that, whoa, that's not y'all at all. And, 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 but you know, so it is a curse on you because you shouldn't do those kind of things. Here it is, you all. A, a curse on anyone who has sexual relations with his sister, no matter whether she's the daughter of his father or his mother. Hmm, you, you shouldn't do that. Now, you know, we live in this world and some folks say, well, that's sick. Who do that? When I was growing up, I heard of uh, a brother, two brothers and a sister doing that with, with each other. Believe me, we live in a sick world. We live in a sinful world. People who are fallen world. People, everybody don't love y'all. And it does, doesn't honor him. So people do that. We should not do those type things. Especially as Israelites. Whether you're native born or whether you're grafted in. We should walk in the ways of Yah and not violate his command and do those things. And if we do, a curse on you. Even even if, if it's half sister whatever. Even it, 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 the, the word says, no matter if she's the daughter of his father or his mother, all the people are the same. Amen. A curse on anyone who has sexual relations with his mother-in-law. Mother-in-the-law. And all the people are the same. And so your wife's mama, <laughs> you know, you should not see with her. The word says that. I don't care how fine she looked or how you just can help yourself. See, when it comes to following the ways of y'all, we can't we we can't live how we think we should live or try to lean to our own understanding. But we have to respect it under that. And the Torah is not done away with. We still have to follow the ways of y'all and walk in His ways. Listen to this. Uh, verse twenty four says, "A curse on anyone who secretly attacks a fellow of the community." A curse on anyone who accepts a bribe, a bribe to kill innocent people. A curse on anyone who does not confirm the words of this Torah by putting them into practice. And that's deep. 
How do you how do you confirm the words of the Torah? By putting them into practice, by doing. Some people say, well, you know, well, I live by faith. And the words say, the just shall live by his faith. Well, guess what? To show that you live by faith, you have to carry it out by doing something. Because faith without works is dead. We're not talking about salvation. Salvation does not come by you doing anything. You, Yah is, a, is, is Elohim of patterns. So when he delivered Israel, he redeemed them and then gave him, gave Israel his Torah. We have the Passover. Well, the angel passed over. After the Passover, we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After Passover, he brought them out. After Passover, Yah brought them out of bondage. He brought them out of slavery. He brought them out of Egypt. And when he brought them out of Egypt, then he gave them his Torah at the mountain. He gave them his ten, he, he gave them his ten words in the wilderness. So the Torah was never ever meant in any form to redeem anybody. But it was actually given to a redeemed people, a special people, a special people who was a, who was considered by Yah his own treasure that 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 when, when he brought them out and redeemed them, they came into an agreement. And the agreement was that he would that, that, that he would be their Elohim and they would be his own unique special treasure and they gotta listen and follow the rules, the commands, the teachings of Yah. So even now in, in, in today's time, even after Yeshua we still have to follow Torah because the Torah was give, is given to redeemed people. The Torah teaches you how to live. So we still have to today observe the, work, the, the ways of Yah and put them into practice. No one can work their way to be born again, but we can by faith, by our trust in the Most High. The Apostle Shaul talks about Abraham's faith and how, and how he how Yah was pleased with him because of his trust and, and, and he associates he associates that with us, our trust. So now we can we, we can actually carry out the words of Torah by putting them into practice. And if we walk in Yah's way, he will bless us. Yah says this. Listen to this. 28 and 1 of Deuteronomy says, if you listen closely to what Yah, your Elohim says, observing and obeying all his commandments, his misvotes, which I am giving you today, Yahuwah, your Elohim, will raise you high above all the nations on the earth, and all the following blessings will be yours in abundance if you would do what Yahuwah says. So how do you display your obedience? By doing right. By doing what his word says in spite of how you feel. This morning, before we came live, we were having our Torah, our Torah class. And in the Torah class, we were talking, we were in Leviticus, and we were in Leviticus 11, it begins to speak about what animals to eat, what's clean and what's unclean. Now, it doesn't matter if, if you go to Kroger's, uh, Winn-Dixie, Publix, you know, all these, Target Superstore, Walmart Store, and they can have all the bacon in the world. It may smell good, but if you eat the bacon, it's unclean if it's pork bacon. I'm, I'm meaning pork bacon. They can have all the pork bacon in the world. They can have the pork ribs, the pork chop, the pork steak, no matter how good it looks, no matter if you want to call it the other white meat, no matter how you, if you want to say how healthy it is, if Yah says don't eat it, then why why do we eat clean? We don't have to, we don't have to get caught up in where the health reasons or the pig is nasty. We eat clean and don't eat unclean food because Yah says so, not how we feel. See, it's a it's 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 an obedience thing. 
And when you walk in the ways of Yah and be, begin to be obedient, that brings the blessings into your life. But when you walk in, in the ways of disobedience, that brings curses into your life. And, and a, lot, a lot of these things, you have to get your feelings under control and subjection because your feelings is what gets you in trouble. You know, we, as we as we've said uh, earlier this week in previous lessons, and, we, and we're gonna um, and, we, and we're gonna do it again today. You know, everybody always say, "Well, you know, well, y'all, he, he knows my heart." We always say that, and they say that out of their feelings. He, he know how I feel is what they mean. Your heart is your mind, right? Well, you can't trust your feelings. Jeremiah 17, 9 says the heart is the heart, the heart, anywhere in the scripture, when you see the word heart, it's talking about your heart, it's referring to your mind. Study it, look it up, go for it. It's referring to your mind. So it says the heart, the heart is more deceitful than anything else. The mind is more deceitful. Your mind can fool you. Your mind can trick you. I worked in law enforcement for 10 years as a corrections officer. I worked in booking in, in county jails. And when people would come into, into the facility, we had to give them a what they call a mental evaluation so we can know where to house them at. And some of the questions that we, a couple of the questions that we were asked the people when they came in, if we were going to house them and, and, and they're going to the back, is we asked them, do you hear voices that other people can't hear? Or do you see things that other people cannot see? Don't you know that some of those people said yes? Because some of those people that came in thought that somebody else came in with them. Some of the people that came in thought they heard somebody else talking to them. And even while you're talking to them, they will stop talking to you and have conversations with other people that were not there. And these people truly believed that they were there. So listen, with that being said, my point is, you can't always believe your heart. You can't always believe your mind because your mind will fool you. Your mind will trick you. You can't lean to your own understanding. Your mind will cause you to sin against the most high. Because this is how you feel. Well, go ahead and do it. Jeremiah 17, 9 again says, The heart is more deceitful than anything else and mortally sick. Who can fathom it? Then it says, I, Yahuwah, search the heart. I test inner motivations in order to give everyone what his actions and conduct deserve. So listen to this. You can, you, you, you can go sin. For example, you can go fornicate. And when you get done and say that Yah knows my heart, still don't mean you cannot get a disease. Still don't mean you cannot get pregnant out of, uh, out of wedlock. Still don't mean things cannot happen to you. No matter how much you want to say, that Yah knows your heart because Yah is going to deal with you according to what your actions and your conduct deserve. What you do, how you act it out, how you carry it out, He's going to give to you the reward that you deserve for that. So saying that Yah knows your heart, you got to be bigger than that now. You can't get it. You can't continue to give that excuse. You have to be able to walk out what He says. You got to be able to go and do what he requires in spite of how you feel. Amen. Let's go to James. Let's go to the, the, the book of James, the letter of James. Yaakov. Yaakov. Chapter 1. 
And now we're gonna and, and now we're gonna um deal with the blessings of being obedient. James chapter one. We just, we're just gonna start with verse with verse one. With verse one. From Yaakov, his the, the the man's name, the book of James, his Hebrew name is Yaakov. They named it the book of James um, because they named it the book of James to name it after King James. <laughs> but his actual Hebrew name is Yaakov. And if you want to translate it from uh, Yaakov to English, it, it, it'll be Jacob. Okay. So, from Yaakov, a slave of Yah and of the Mashiach, Yeshua, to the 12 tribes in the diaspora, or in diaspora, Shalom. Regard it, regard it all as joy, my brothers, when you face various kinds of temptation. James says what? Regarding all as joy, regarding, regarding all as joy when you face excuse me various kinds of temptations why for you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance that's that's good he says we count it all joy count it all joy when you face various kinds of temptations for you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance. So, here it is. How do we get trust? Trust comes by what? Hearing. hearing. Speak. It comes by what? Hearing. Oh, hearing. Hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of Yah. So now when Yah speaks to you, a command to do something, to be obedient in areas, and when an adversary comes to, to appeal to your evil inclination and tempt you, count it as joy. Because then you have an opportunity. Because you know your trust in what Yah says can produce you to be patient and to persevere, to keep pushing in spite of what you're faced with. So, because trust. Trust don't just come to when, when we say, well, okay, well, y'all gonna bless me with a house. You don't have to just have trust just to get to get some kind of material possession. You don't have to have just have trust to get the blessing, but you also got to have trust so that you would not get the curse. You can, you gotta trust his word and believe that if I do sin and do do wrong against you, that I receive this curse. So I'm going to trust you that you're true to your word. That if I persevere, you can bring me out. You can deliver me. You can protect me. You can provide for me. I can lean upon you. You will raise me up. You will help me. You will keep me. So now, when we're faced with various kinds of trials or various kinds of temptations, we know that the, te the, the testing of our trust produces perseverance that we can push on. We can keep going. We don't have to stop because we're faced with a trial. We don't have to become hindered. We can keep going forward. But now listen to this. But let perseverance do its complete work so that you may be complete and whole, lacking in nothing. Now listen to this. Now if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask Yah, who gives to all generously, and without reproach. If any of you lack wisdom, ask who? Ask who? Hello? You can't hear me? Y'all can't hear? If you lack wisdom, who do you ask? For? Yeah. Okay, pay attention. Let him ask y'all, who gives to all generously and without reproach? And it will be given to him. So, when, so when, we, when we're tempted, 
We should know that our trust produces perseverance. We should let perseverance do its complete work so we can be complete and whole, lacking in nothing. Now, if we, if we lack wisdom in a situation, how to overcome it, how to apply Yahweh to our life in certain areas, who should we ask for the wisdom? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who gives to all generously without reproach. So he'll give you wisdom, how to overcome. But how do you ask? You ask in trust, doubting nothing. For the doubter is like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind. So here's my question, and then I might answer it also. But my question is, do you doubt in your trust just with your mind? You doubt in your trust with your actions. Because your mind can tell you anything. But as long as you remain obedient and doing what Yah says to do and not listening to your heart that is deceitful, you can still overcome. Great example. Abraham, our forefather. When, when Yah told Abraham that he was going to give him a son and Abraham's body was dead and Sarah's womb was dead, the word says in Romans that, that against hope, he still believed in hope. So he did not stagger at the promises of Yah through unbelief, but was strong in his trust because he was fully persuaded that what Yah had promised he was able to do. So now, he didn't consider his own body, which was good as dead. Neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. So, I'm pretty sure that as he was going, being obedient to the Most High, that the adversary was probably still speaking to him about his physical condition through his heart. But he refused to listen to his heart. He refused to listen to the circumstances he trusted by doing what Yah has said. So how do we show our trust? We show our trust in Yah by doing what he says. Not just, not just a thought in our mind, but by doing, by being obedient in spite of what our mind says, because your mind is desperately wicked more than the sick. Your heart, it can fool you. It can cause you to draw back. So it tells us, it tells us, as people of the Most High, do it, ask Him and trust by doing. Doubting nothing for a doubter, someone who, who becomes reluctant, who stops, who doesn't go forward, and then goes forward, and then stop and don't go forward and want to go back. It's, it, it's um, for the doubter, it's like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind. Indeed, that person should not think that he will receive anything from Yah because he is double-minded, unstable in all of his ways. So you doubt when you stop doing. And when you begin to doubt, don't think that you, that you should receive anything from Yah. You know, most folks get upset with the Most High if they figure that things are not working out. And they don't, even they don't even take the time to understand that, that, that they themselves may be doubting in what they're doing, especially if they're listening to their mind. You know, always asking why can, can be a form of doubt. Why? 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 Because it, because it brings up questions that make you become reluctant, causes you to vacillate, causes you to withdraw, even to fear and to walk away. And not complete the task or do what y'all says. So don't doubt. Go forward. Persevere. Even if you got an inch forward, like an inch worm, persevere. Don't stop. Now listen to this. Verse 9 says this. Let the brother in humble circumstances boast about his high position. But let the rich brother boast about being humble. Since like a wildflower, he will pass away. For just as the sun rises and the and with, with the sharaf and dries up the plant so that its flower falls off and its beauty is destroyed, so too the rich person going about his business will fade away. The verse 12 says this, How blessed is the man who perseveres through temptation. 
For after he has passed the test, how blessed is the man who perseveres through temptation, who don't give up. Let me give you the greatest form of temptation. I know we've seen, I, I know we've read uh, Matthew 4, Yeshua's temptation. We read Luke 4, Yeshua's temptation. Well, let's deal with the Garden of Gethsemane. Well, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was being tempted. The adversary was dealing with him. So Yeshua says this, my soul, he tells his Tamadim, my soul, my heart, my intellect, my emotions are exceedingly heavy. He said they are sorrowful and exceedingly heavy. Y'all tear here and wait and, and pray with me. He goes a little further. He falls down. He says, Father, if it's at all possible, let this cup pass. Yet, not what I want, not my will. So now the adversary is, 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 is attacking his mind or his, or his trials and tests is attacking his mind. It's weighing upon him. But yet, he still perseveres. He still goes to the cross. As a matter of fact, or, or excuse me, he still goes to the execution stake. He still goes on to be crucified. So, here it is. When, when, they, when they come in the garden to get him, he could have hid himself. He could have escaped. He could have gotten away. He could have tried to, tried to get away. But, but when he asked them, well, who are y'all seeking? And they respond, we're, seek, we're, we're looking for Yeshua of Nazareth. His response was, I, I am. Here, here I am. And then, not only that, but he still was crucified. So he overcame the temptation, no matter how difficult it was to him. Hebrews says that we look unto Yeshua, the initiator and the finisher or the completer of our trust. It, it, it states that he was tempted in all points like we was, like we are, yet without sin. What sin is that dealing with right there? That's dealing with intentional sin. Things that he had the opportunity to think about and do opposite of what Yah says. But, but when he was tempted in those points, he still chose to obey, to do what Yah says. He still chose to trust Yah. So, so, so regardless of what you're doing, what you're dealing with, if you are able to persevere through the temptation, you are blessed. How blessed is the man who perseveres through temptation. For after he has passed the test, he will receive as his crown the life which Yah has promised to those who love them. Or which Yah has promised to those who obey him. Because showing Yah, exemplifying your love to Yah, is, is done through your obedience. Not what you say out of your mouth. Not a praise dance. Not a shout. Not a run around the building. Not a speaking in the tongue. Not a, not, not a giving of money. But your obedience. Doing what he says. For, for after he has passed the test, he will receive... As his crown, the life which Yah has promised to those who love him. No one being tempted should say, I am being tempted by Yah. For Yah cannot be tempted by evil, and Yah himself tempts no one. Rather, each person is being tempted whenever he is being dragged off and enticed. So rather, each person is being tempted whenever they are being dragged off and enticed by the bait of his own desire. You're being tempted when, the, when you're being dragged off by, by the owner's desire. Man, she looks fine. Ooh, I know I'm married. Well, I know we're not married. 
but she still look fine. I'm going to talk to her. Or, man, that, that, that man just dropped a hundred dollars on the ground. I know he's still there, but I'm going to get that out. That might be a blessing. No. I'm still there. Man, I'm, I'm going to break into that house. I'm going to lie. No. Still overcome and don't say that Yah is tempting you. Because Yah doesn't tempt anyone with evil. He cannot be tempted by evil. Yah cannot be tempted by evil. And he does not tempt anyone. Rather, you are tempted whenever you are dragged off and talk about the made of your own lust or your own desire, whatever that may be that you're dealing with. Then have a conceit, listen, then have when you, when you, when you come together you conceive it, the desire gives birth to sin. And when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. When you give in to the desire that you know that's not right and y'all come together and you connect, it gives birth to sin. And then when the sin is produced, it gives birth to death. Understand something. Yahshua has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law is death. Or the ways of sin is death. He's redeemed us from that. So what I mean, he's forgiven us an intentional sin. And now we have the Ruach HaKodesh that gives us the power to overcome. So now we do not have to give in to the intentional sin. We can ask Yah for wisdom. He gives us a way of escape. He'll bring us out. He'll guide us. He'll protect us. But when we give in to the sin, knowing we shouldn't do it, and it's full grown, it produces death. It gives, it gives birth to death. Don't delude yourself, my dear brother. Every good act of giving and mercy, excuse me, every good act of giving and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father who made the heavenly lights. With him there is no variation nor darkness caused by turning. Having made his decision, he gave birth to us through a word. He did what? He gave birth to us through a what? Word. That can be relied upon. Trust comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. And we can rely upon that word. We can trust that word, right? It says, it's, it's, it says, having made, having made his decision, he gave birth to us through a word that can be relied upon in order that we should be a kind of first fruits of all that he created. Therefore, my dear brothers, let everyone be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to get angry. For a person's anger does not accomplish Yah's righteousness. Verse 21 says this, so rid yourselves of all vulgarity and obvious evil and receive meekly the word implanted in you that can save your lives. Don't be deceived by only hearing what the word says, but do what? But do it. What are we just read in Deuteronomy 27? Let's go to it. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 27. We're going we're gonna to line this because it's Torah. Deuteronomy 27. 27. A curse. Deuteronomy 27, 26 says, says what? A curse on anyone who does not confirm the words of this Torah by doing what? By putting them into practice. Put it in practice. Don't deceive yourself. Why? Because the word says right here. Don't deceive yourselves by only hearing what the word says, but do what? But do it. Why? Because if you don't do it, 
and you begin to go against what Yah says, what comes upon you? The curse. The death can be produced through the sin, yes. The death, the curse. So we need to do it, right? For whoever hears the word, but doesn't do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror, who looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forget what he looks like. Now, I know what I look like. Now, how, how about all of a sudden, while I'm sitting here, I forget how I look? That's not good. As long, especially as long as I've been looking in mirrors, I should know how I look. I should know that I have big lips. I should know that, that um, I got a little, little dip in my chin. I should know that I have a little mustache. I should know that I have on glasses. I should know the color of my eyes. I look in the mirror and I see all these things and I walk away and I forget that I have a mustache. I forgot that, that, that my eyes are brown. I don't even acknowledge that I have on glasses. That's how it is for someone who hears the word and does not do what it says. It's like a person who goes to the mirror, looks at his face, and then when they walk away, they forget what they look like. But if a person looks closely, but if a person looks what? Closely into the perfect Torah, If a person looks closely into the perfect Torah, which gives freedom and continues becoming not a forgetful hearer, continues becoming not a what? Forgetful hearer. Forgetful hearer but a doer of the work it requires, then he will be blessed in what he does. So listen, we have a responsibility to obey what Yah says. To walk in his ways. So I and I'm thinking that that, that, that Yaakov is dealing with Deuteronomy, because it's, it's, it's talking about the widow and the orphan also. Says anyone who thinks he is, is religious observant but does not control his tongue is deceiving himself. And his observance counts for nothing. The religious observance that Yah, the Father, considers pure and faultless is this. To do what? Care for the orphans and widows in their distress and keep oneself from being contaminated by the world. Amen? Let's go back to Deuteronomy. Because I think we just read that somewhere, didn't we? Deuteronomy says... A curse on anyone who interferes with justice for the foreigner, orphan and widow. Do right by them. Do what's right. Live right. Teach them the right way. Protect, provide, do for it. Don't just be a talker about it, but be a walker about it also. Amen? So that y'all can move and bless us. So... Obviously, you all, we're not, we're not going to be done today. <laughs> so we're going to continue again Wednesday with part five of obeying Yah's word. Because it's important that we become obedient. You know, we can't, we can't just continue to walk in disobedience. You know, even if the word seems tough for us to hear or difficult, let's receive it with meekness because it's able to save our lives. It, it, it puts us into the right place with Yah. When we walk into it and we become obedient, Yah considers us his own special and unique treasure. He raises us up. He gives us a good reputation. He provides. He protects us. We enter into that covenant and we can walk into them blessings. And it's, so it's important. We, you, you have to remember, we all have to remember that the adversary wants to kill us. He don't want us to walk into those blessings. 
He don't want us to walk into the obedience of the Most High. He wants us to walk into sin. And so we cannot do that. We got to be obedient. We, we got to humble ourselves. Ask y'all to help us, to keep us, to help us to walk in our deliverance. To show us how to please him. When we pray, we should pray not trying to beg for y'all to move or to do something. He knows all things. But we should have regard of our own hearts and how we carry ourselves. And we should be repentive and turn from it and just seek to his ways. Yeshua, Yeshua said when you pray, pray this, two things. He said when you pray, pray this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in what? Heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses or our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Yeshua says this. He said, your heavenly, don't, 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 don't be thinking about what you're going to wear, what you're going to drink, what you're going to eat. For the pagans had they, their minds on those things. Look at the lilies of the field and all the splendor and glory. Look at the birds of the air. Y'all feast them all the time. They don't even toil. They don't do anything. He still provides for them. And then why are you going to worry? Which one of you can add one statue to your, to your height by worrying? You can't. And don't be worried about what tomorrow going to bring. Tomorrow got enough troubles of his own. Let's focus on today. He says those things. Then he says, but he, your, your heavenly father, he knows that you have need of things. But rather, seek ye first. The kingdom of Yah and all of his righteousness. And the things you need shall be added. So put your mind on the things of Yah to walk in his ways so, so, so he can guide you, lead you, help you. He understands and knows the needs that we have. But let's put our minds on pleasing him, doing right, loving our neighbor. Shema Yisrael. Adonai Eloheinu. Adonai Chai or Shema Yisrael, Yahuwah Elohinu, Yahuwah Echad. Hear, O Israel, hear with the intentions to obey. Yahuwah is one, or Yahuwah said. Uh, Yahuwah is one, say it. Yeah, Yahuwah is one. Say the whole thing. Yes. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, Yah is one. Blessed be the name of His glorious majesty forever and ever. Well, Hear, O Israel, Yahuwah is our Elohim, he, he is one. Then it says you are to love Him with all your heart, all your resources, all your might, and you are to love your neighbor as yourself. Put your focus on that to loving Yah. Loving your, your fellow man, seeking his kingdom first, walking his ways and being obedient, and see when he overtake your life with blessings. And I'm not meaning finances, cars, and houses. That's not what I mean because I can't promise you that he'll do all those things for you. Whatever his will is for your life is what he's going to do. But I can promise you that if you walk in the ways of Yah, he'll bless your life. He will provide and protect you, and he'll, he'll be there for you now, because his word says that. You may not ever get the million dollars. You may not ever get the big house. You may not ever get the biggest car. But he will provide for you according to his purpose. Then he does that. So listen, we're gonna we're gonna begin uh, Wednesday with chapter uh, excuse me with part five. Thank you all for for joining, being a part today. I pray that y'all bless you all. That he would give you something something to think about. Giving your word. Um, Learn Bible studies. What I would do, I, I'll get some things to put on to put online for you all to see where you can get involved in maybe some online or the free conference call app, some some study groups. 
you know, to, to kind of teach you how to apply the word to your life or to even some prayer groups to pray with you. We have a prayer line. If you look on our Facebook page, we have a prayer line that's at 5.30 a.m. and 12 p.m. with Restoring the Branches Ministry and the Heart of Love. And you, you can call into that and pray. And they, they will pray for you, pray with you. You can call us. You can inbox us. We'll pray with you. We'll pray that Yah move and that he will show you his ways. We would love to pray with you, but you got to be willing to walk in the ways of the Most High and be willing to walk in obedience and not disobedience. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. If you want to find anything else out about us, go on our website, ahavloveministry.com. It's A-H-A-V-L-O-V-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Our Facebook page is the same name. Uh, our podcast, Podbean, the same name. Uh, YouTube page, the same name. And you can send us messages, emails, and we'll be glad to reach out back to you and just to, so that y'all can really bless your life. So let's pray. Y'all, we thank you for your mercy. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for keeping us. We we love you, y'all. We want to we wanna show our love to you by us walking in obedience to your word. Y'all continue to teach us because you are the wonderful teacher. You are the master. You teach, you you know what's going on. And you can teach us and you can guide us and lead us. So we're asking you continuously, y'all, teach us your ways. Show us your ways. Help us to walk into your ways. Help us to acknowledge ourselves and to see our shortcomings, to see our faults that we know that we can improve on and do better by your words. Help us to begin to walk those things out and do what's right from your perspective, not our own perspective. I pray, y'all, that you will forgive us of the things that we've done that was unrighteous, that was unholy, and show us how to be holy and righteous and walk in your ways. We forgive those who have sinned against us, y'all. We thank you for your mercy. You are so good. You are awesome. You are wonderful. And we just praise you in Yahshua HaMashiach's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Shalom, everyone.